Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host. Today, we are looking at this idea of work hard. Now, before you tune me out, Let's, let's really lean into this idea, okay? Maybe you're thinking, I already work super hard. I don't need another day to tell me how hard I should work. I'm actually listening to this on my way to work. So I don't want to hear this idea of work hard. I get it. But before you tune me out, let's just take a look. Maybe there's something new that we can learn today from the scripture. And today we're going to be looking at Proverbs 12, 24, 14, 23, and 1626. Here's what it says. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads to poverty. The appetite of laborers work for them. Their hunger drives them on. You know, today we're taking a look at our relationship with work. You know, over the last couple days, we've been taking time to intentionally evaluate our relationship with both work and money. We're thinking about how we're thinking about work and money. And so today, as we take time to evaluate our relationship with work, we also want to take time to ask God if our relationship with work is how he intended it to be. You know, we're looking at this fundamental part of our lives. In fact, one third of your life is spent at work. That can either be encouraging or depressing. I'll let you choose. But the average person will spend 90,000 hours at work over the course of a lifetime. And I was looking up some statistics and the Washington Post published an article saying that only 13% of people worldwide actually like going to work, which means that statistically speaking, the majority of the people listening to the sound of my voice right now do not enjoy going to work. Man, that's depressing. Let's pray. No, I'm just kidding. Let's keep going. I mean, that is heavy for only 13% of people to actually like what they do one third of their life. Man, something seems off. I wonder if maybe it's because we are not inviting God into this portion of our life. We spend a lot of time working, but how much time have we spent asking God how we ought to think about work? What is our relationship with work and how should it be? You know, in today's reading, uh, I love the part where it talks about we see God with his hands in the dust, creating a paradise for human beings in which work itself is one of the good things. God is happy in his work and we are made in his image. No wonder there is nothing more humanizing than good work. No wonder God rewards it. And so today we look and we see that fundamentally as human beings, because we are made in the image of God, we actually see that because our God works, it's hardwired into us to also work. 
It's an incredible experience. It's what we were made to do. We're made in his image. We were designed to work. It's not this necessary evil in order to live. Work, like I said, is that fundamental part of the human experience. And if we view it as a means to the end, that changes our relationship with work. We can easily become unhappy with work. But what if we viewed work as a part of our purpose? What if we begin to ask God what he wants to do in and through our lives? What if that changed our vocation? Now, I'm not suggesting that we all quit our jobs and become missionaries. Although, who knows? Maybe that's what God has in store for you. I have no idea what God's plan for your life is. What I do know is that he does have a plan for your life. The question is, have you ever asked him? You know, today, if you're feeling like the 87% of the world that doesn't like going to work, then maybe consider asking God to show you what his plan is for you. Maybe he changes your vocation or maybe he changes your perspective. You might be at the right job, but your relationship with work is not what God designed for you. Perhaps as you begin to ask him to show you what your purpose is, as you begin to tell him that it's hard and it's challenging at work, as you begin to invite him into this very big, important part of your life, perhaps he's going to speak vision over you. Perhaps he'll give you direction. Perhaps he'll reveal his purpose and give you peace. What I know to be true is that God is not hoping that you navigate this portion of your life without him. He wants to step into this area of your life, but maybe you've been boxing him out. Maybe today, as you ask God, God, is this the right vocation for me? Is this the right job for me? Is this the right position for me? Or do I just have the wrong perspective on this whole thing? I believe that God is faithful and he will tell us, he will give us direction. You know, as I think about this idea of work, I know that for me, I have so often thought, well, if I get the right job, then I will be in my purpose. If I get the dream position, then I'll be living out my purpose. But God has shown me time and time again that your purpose can be where your feet are. You know, you don't have to look at where you are right now and think your purpose is over there in your dream, whatever. Your purpose begins right now. You can live in your purpose even while you are in a space that you don't believe is your dream job. And you can find fulfillment and peace. You can find joy and stability. You can find your purpose. It's an incredible thing. You know, as I started thinking about this, I was reminded about how when I graduated from college, I went to Bible college and I so wanted God to use me. I wanted to work for him. I wanted to be like full time. I said, God, I'll give you everything. I want to tell people about you. I want to tell people about you full time. And I got a part time job at my church and I loved it. It was awesome because I was able to tell people about Jesus. But I told God, God, you're only doing this part time. If you really want to use me to my fullest ability, then you need to put me on full time. <laughs> 
Now, I can't believe that I thought that I had a better plan than God, but at the moment I did, and that's the kind of conversations I was having with God. And I remember I was waiting tables on the weekends to make ends meet. And so I would work all day and then at nights and on the weekends I would go and I would um, wait tables. And there was one particular day where I was just having in this internal dialogue with the Lord. And I was like, God, I hate that I have to work here. I hate that I have to serve burgers. That's so insignificant. That's so trivial. I want to be able to tell people about you. That is eternal. That matters. I can't believe that you're having me do this thing when I could do that thing. Could you please just put me on full time at my church so I could tell people about you all the time? It could be amazing. And as I was having this internal dialogue at work, I was rolling silverware. And as I was rolling silverware, I was sitting across the table from a coworker and this coworker kept interrupting this inner dialogue that she had no idea I was having with the Lord. And, and, uh, and she said, Hey, and started chatting with me. And she asked me just enough questions for me to say, Oh yeah, I have another job. And then I continued to roll silverware and, and explain to the Lord that my plan was better than his plan. And, uh, and she said, what, where, where do you, where do you work? And I'm like, oh, I work at a church. And, uh, and then I continued to roll silverware and explain to God that my plan was better than his plan. And then she said, no way. What church do you work at? And so I told her what church I worked at. She was basically begging for an invitation, but I was so sad that I wasn't able to tell people about Jesus full time, that I almost missed this incredible opportunity where somebody was ready and asking for an invitation to church. I almost missed it. I almost missed that God had me working at that restaurant for a purpose to tell people about him. The thing that I so desired to do, God had divinely put me in a place where I was serving burgers and rolling silverware. And while those things don't seem significant, I was around people who needed Jesus. I was a missionary to my coworkers and to my friends there. And I almost missed it in that moment because I was convinced that my purpose was on the other side. My purpose was going to be when my job was somewhere else. Maybe today you don't need to change jobs. Maybe today you just need to simply ask the Lord to reveal to you what is your purpose in the place that he has put you. God doesn't do anything by accident. He is on purpose. Perhaps he has you there because there are people in your life that he wants you to impact. And so whatever it is that you are struggling with, the, whatever it is that you are just wondering, God, why in the world do you have me serving or working in this area when I think that I could really be more beneficial over there? Keep begging God, keep asking God to give you the, the job that you are looking for. But in the meantime, don't miss how God has actually divinely put you in that place for a reason. And if we start to work with our purpose in mind, it could actually change the joy, the fulfillment, the satisfaction, the peace that we long for when it comes to our vocation and when it comes to our work. Today, we could shift our perspective and we could redeem one third of our life and make it be on purpose. It could be incredible. Let's pray and ask God to step into this area of our life. Lord, I thank you for who you are. I thank you, God, that you don't wait for us to step into our purpose 
until we are in what we perceive as our dream job or dream destination. But instead, you allow us to live out our purpose everywhere we go. So Lord, would you speak to us? We invite you into this place of work. Is our relationship with work what you intended? Or is there a shift that we need to make? God, we give it to you. We ask you that you would open our eyes and that you would step into this space. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.